This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. Forget dark alleys and cemeteries. For some, the gym is the scariest place of all. But it doesn't have to be. With a personalized plan and expert coaching, Anytime Fitness can help make the gym less frightening. Get more for your gym membership than machines. Get personalized support anytime, anywhere. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. See website for details. Today is Monday, September 21st, 2020. On this day in 2015, 21-year-old UCLA student Andrea Del Vesco was found dead in her campus apartment. She'd been stabbed 19 times in what appeared to be a burglary gone wrong. Welcome to Today in True Crime, a ParCast original. Due to the graphic nature of today's crimes, listener discretion is advised. Extreme caution is advised for listeners under 13. Today, we're covering the tragic murder of Andrea Del Vesco. Just before dawn that Monday morning, Sarah Moore noticed some strange activity in the apartment below. Let's go back to Los Angeles, California at 5.30 a.m. on September 21st, 2015. It was still dark when UCLA student Sarah Moore arrived home from the airport. She'd just said goodbye to her boyfriend, who was in town celebrating her 21st birthday. Now it was time to get ready for the next week of school. Sarah was in the middle of groggily fumbling with her keys when she heard a scuffle on the level below. She peered over her balcony to see a man in a baseball cap wearing a red and blue shirt dart toward the parking lot. Still half asleep, Sarah thought little of the commotion. She entered her apartment and climbed into bed. But just 45 minutes later, she was startled awake once again by the sound of a young woman screaming. It was 6.18 a.m. when Sarah scrambled for her phone and dialed 911. She told the operator that someone on the floor below her sounded like they were being attacked. She feared it might be Andrea Del Vesco, a popular UCLA sorority girl. Andrea was known to be incredibly friendly and hardworking. She was both a free spirit who loved to travel and a straight-A student. She often volunteered her time to help others. She was well-liked, especially amongst her neighbors. Many, including Sarah, knew her well. When the operator told Sarah to stay on the line, she found it hard to keep terrible thoughts from racing through her mind. She hoped Andrea was okay. She felt a little better after four police officers responded within minutes, but they didn't stay for long. Sarah repeated to them what she'd heard, and the cops spread out, searching the complex for signs of forced entry. Two of the officers shined a flashlight into Andrea's apartment windows, which were accessible from the hallway balcony. But when they peered into the bedroom, no one was there. Next, they checked the windows to the living room, but found nothing suspicious. By 6.30 a.m., police felt their investigation was thorough enough to determine there was no evidence of a crime. Even though they'd only searched the complex for seven minutes, 
They never once knocked on Andrea's door. Instead, they climbed into their cars and drove away. Sarah didn't speak to the police before they left, so she was left worried sick about Andrea. She called Andrea and her roommates for confirmation they were safe, but there was no response. Around 7 a.m., Sarah heard another loud bang coming from downstairs. She peered over the balcony and saw a man leap from Andrea's floor to the level below. It was the same man wearing a cap who Sarah had seen an hour earlier. But before she could get a good look at the man, she was distracted by something more immediate. Smoke was now billowing out from Andrea's window. Again, Sarah called 911. This time, she was panicked and infuriated. When the operator asked her to describe the suspect, she retorted, I already did this. Meanwhile, Andrea's roommates, who'd slept through her screams earlier, were awakened by the fire alarm and the sprinklers. One roommate, Jessica, banged on Andrea's door and shouted her name. She tried to get inside, but the doorknob was too hot to touch. Andrea's room was already in flames. Firefighters arrived a few minutes later. The police, who had already been called to the scene, also returned. Andrea was found dead on top of her mattress. Her face and fingers were burned so badly that she was hardly identifiable. Her small dog lay at the foot of her bed, gasping for air, trying to comfort its owner in her final moments. Coming up, justice for Andrea Del Vesco. Hey listeners, I want to take a quick moment to introduce you to the newest ParCast original on the block. It's called Incredible Feats, and it's a short weekday show hosted by comedian Dan Cummins. Every weekday, Dan shares a true account of physical strength, mental focus, or genuine bizarre behavior, going behind the scenes and into the achievements of world-class athletes like Dean Carnassus, who once ran for nearly 81 hours without stopping and performance artists like Lucky Diamond Rich, who boasts layers of tattoos in the most unlikely places, and even everyday people thrown into extraordinary circumstances, like Juliana Kopka, who was forced to survive alone in a rainforest for 11 days. Incredible Feats is offbeat entertainment that's sometimes weird, sometimes wonderful, and always surprising. New episodes air daily, Monday through Friday. Search Incredible Feats and follow free on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. Forget dark alleys and cemeteries. For some, the gym is the scariest place of all, but it doesn't have to be. With a personalized plan and expert coaching, Anytime Fitness can help make the gym less frightening. Get more for your gym membership than machines. Get personalized support anytime, anywhere. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. See website for details. And now back to the story. On September 21st, 2015, police responded to a 911 call at a UCLA housing complex. Screams were heard from the apartment of 21-year-old Andrea Del Vesco, but officers found no signs of a crime or forced entry. Less than an hour later, they were called back. 
Andrea's room had been set ablaze and her corpse was found inside. Due to the terrible burns on Andrea's body, authorities could not officially determine the time of death. However, during the autopsy, the coroner found that Andrea likely died before she was trapped in the flames. She had sustained a total of 19 different cuts and stab wounds. Some were over three inches deep and close to major arteries that would have made them fatal. During the investigation, an arson specialist said that the blaze was caused by an open flame, perhaps a match or a lighter, along with the contents of a trash can. It seemed that the assailant was likely trying to cover up their crime by destroying the body. A disturbing note in the coroner's report also indicated why the police may have missed Andrea in their initial seven-minute search. Investigators found a surprising amount of blood underneath the victim's bed, which suggested she was hidden there when the attacker heard police arrive. But this only added to the anguish surrounding Andrea's death. They could have saved her. When Andrea's parents arrived in Los Angeles to claim their daughter's remains, they heard about the 911 call that should have saved her life. When her father, Arthur, pressed the department to investigate the negligent officers, he claimed he was rebuffed vigorously. Her mother, Leslie, claimed that they made him feel uncomfortable for even asking. Despite the LAPD's caginess, one thing was now certain. If they wanted to maintain their dignity, they would have to solve the case. For weeks, the investigation turned up little, but eventually, officers tracked down a lead. Two speakers that were stolen from a nearby apartment were listed for sale online. When authorities followed up with the man who posted the listing, he claimed he'd done it for a friend, a college student named Alberto Medina. Police called in Medina for questioning. At first, he lied about how he came to possess the speakers, but after further interrogation, he confessed that not only had he stolen the speakers and burglarized another unit in the building, he'd also seen Andrea get murdered. He blamed his friend, 23-year-old Eric Marquez, for the crime. After the police recovered more evidence, including the victim's underwear and a bloody knife in Medina's home, they felt confident that Medina was lying. He was the one who committed the murder, although Marquez did tag along and help him cover up the crime. Medina and Marquez were arrested. In May of 2018, nearly three years after the murder, they went to trial. After just a six-hour deliberation by the jury, Medina was found guilty of burglary, murder, arson, and animal cruelty. He was sentenced to life in prison without the opportunity for parole. And being an accessory to murder, he was given only two years and eight months in prison. As for the careless officers that failed the Del Vesco family, they had a price to pay as well. After the department held two covert hearings on the case, two of the four were terminated for their negligence. The Del Vescos weren't given this information by the police, but instead had to find out through the media. 
They claimed they were grateful that the LAPD found their daughter's killers, but they couldn't help but feel stonewalled by the department, especially because they refused to publicly take responsibility for their actions. The Del Vesco family may have received justice for their daughter's death, but they'll always be left wondering what might have been different and how she might have been saved. Thanks for listening to Today in True Crime. I'm Vanessa Richardson. Today in True Crime is a ParCast original. You can find more episodes of Today in True Crime and all other ParCast originals for free on Spotify. Not only does Spotify already have all of your favorite music, but now Spotify is making it easy for you to enjoy all of your favorite ParCast originals, like Today in True Crime, for free from your phone, desktop, or smart speaker. To stream Today in True Crime on Spotify, just open the app and type Today in True Crime in the search bar. We'll be back with a brand new episode tomorrow in True Crime. Today in True Crime was created by Max Cutler and is a ParCast Studios original. It is executive produced by Max Cutler, sound designed by Juan Borda, with production assistance by Ron Shapiro, Carly Madden, and Aaron Larson. This episode of Today in True Crime was written by Lori Gottlieb, with writing assistance by Terrell Wells. I'm Vanessa Richardson. Hey, Parcasters, don't forget to check out the brand new Spotify original from Parcast, Incredible Feats. Join host Dan Cummins as he explores true accounts of weird, wonderful, and all-out wild achievements. New episodes premiere daily Monday through Friday. Search Incredible Feats and follow free on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> <laughs>